Welcome to the American Grown Podcast, hosted by Austin Sullivan. The American Grown Podcast will focus on people from different walks of life and their journey to where they are now. Now, turn up your volume and settle in for a great episode. Hi, I'm Austin Sullivan, and I'm your host for the American Grown Podcast, recorded inside the ColorTech Creative Solutions Studios. Today we have Austin Sullivan, third generation sales executive for his family's printing business and host of the American Grown Podcast. Austin, welcome to episode 10 of the American Grown Podcast. Courtney, thank you so much for having me today. I'm excited to be here uh, in my office and in the ColorTech Creative Solutions Studios. And folks, this is not a mistake. My name is Courtney Sullivan, and today I'm taking over the mic so you can learn more about your favorite podcast host and my husband, Austin, aka Sully. Yeah, we decided to uh, flip the script here and... uh, for everyone out there listening, just kind of go over some questions because to be a, uh, a guest on the podcast, you have to fill out a form and in that form there's a question and, and one of the questions is if you could ask me one of the questions, what would it be? And uh, yeah, so we're going to go over a couple of those and, and get some background about your favorite host. So jumping right into it, what was your journey like up until this point? <clears throat> yeah, so uh, born and raised in Lebanon, PA. Family-owned business, ColorTech Creative Solutions. Went to uh, Cedar Crest, played football, track and field. That's where I met my wife, Courtney. Uh, We are both on the track team with uh, Coach Rob Bear in Episode 1. I highly recommend uh, everyone listen to that. It's a a great episode. Very motivational. From there, uh, I went to Kutztown University. Did track there. Got in the best shape of my life. I went for graphic design. I thought I would be an artist, you know, being a print shop here at ColorTech Creative Solutions. I thought, well, I'll be a graphic designer and a pre-press operator. And I soon realized and found out that it's a lot harder to be a graphic designer and an artist than I thought originally. And uh, for the people that really know me, I'm not a big partier. I don't like to go to parties and I wasn't a drinker or anything like that. Um, it's just the classes were uh, difficult. In the, in the fact that one class was drawing 101, so you had to draw on note paper, big note paper, like a vase or vase and fruit and all kinds of things. And I'm looking at these other students, and their art is fabulous. And I'm over here drawing stick figures, trying to figure out what I'm doing. So I barely passed that class, which I know sounds ridiculous, but I barely passed that class. Um, and I soon realized, okay, this isn't for me. Uh, track was fun, but at some point, you know, you have to kind of grow up and realize, you know, you're not going to be an Olympian, you know, so that kind of kind of woke me up and it was kind of like, okay, now it's time to get serious. So having color tech creative solutions here in Lebanon, I realized there was an opportunity to join the family business and be a part of something bigger than, than myself. I came back, finished my associate's degree in business at Hack. Uh, here in Lebanon and at Harrisburg, taking classes at both locations. And then I got into sales with my grandfather, Pat, and that's the picture I brought here today. Your favorite picture. You have that everywhere. Yes. Well, this this picture, and for the listeners, uh, there'll be photos up on social media, but it was at his bar uh, at the house, at his house in, in the basement. So he's 84 now, so he doesn't throw any ragers anymore in the basement, but uh, I wanted to make sure to get this picture because it's a picture of him in a suit and tie, 
uh, by our first commercial press that we got. So it means a lot, and I, I definitely it's a piece of our history, so I wanted to keep it here. Um, so like I said, he was my mentor as I joined the family business. And of course, heck, I was here since I was 14. All the workers, you know, heck, they knew me when I had hair back on my head. And, uh, <laughs> you know, back then I was cleaning the commodes, cutting grass, doing kind of the grunt work. And then I worked my way into our bindery. That's our finishing part of uh, Color Tech. And then uh, on the press and then got into sales. So I've been doing sales roughly for the past six, seven years, and I'm really taking a liking to it. We do work with all kinds of clients, such as uh, Rite Aid, Hershey Park, and all a bunch of different colleges, LVC, Gettysburg College, you name it, we can print it, the business cards, pocket folders, postcards, all kinds of stuff. So that's what I've been doing for, you know, for my life up until this point. I have some siblings on my mom's side, two sisters, Rebecca and Emily. And Shout then, out to the yep, sisters. Exactly. Shout out to my sisters. They're phenomenal, very smart, intelligent women. And uh, they're doing great in their careers. And then my younger brother, Aiden, he's great as well. A big lifting uh, fitness guy. And uh, again, he's chasing after his career also uh, in the health industry. So that's a little bit about me and uh, what we do here at Color Tech Creative Solutions. Yeah, so you did mention your grandpa, Pat. But what other mentors besides him and including him have you had while in high school and now later on in life? For me, mentors, my gosh, there's so many, and I know I'm going to miss some. So for those that truly know me and know me as Sully, you know, uh, you have a special place in my heart. But some mentors for sure, Rob Bear at Cedar Crest High School, track and field coach. Even to this day, when we go on photo shoots through Blue Cardinal Photography, you know, it's just a strong bond there. And he knows the athlete so well. He dedicates really his life to that sport, wants the best for the athletes. So definitely Coach Rob Bear. Uh, he was episode one. Steve Lebo, uh, he's a future guest on the podcast. He was my ninth grade football coach. Just again, very motivational, very inspiring. Bit of a hard ass, at least back then it seemed like he was, but overall <laughs> great guy, very uh, caring. You know, again, he wanted the best in that freshman year, freshman football. We did go undefeated, um, and it was a lot because the kids wanted to win for him. Uh, he knew how to push you and motivate you, but uh, you wanted to to win for him. You, you respected him a lot. Uh, some other coaches, Het uh, Het was my throwing coach back in middle school, so that goes back a little bit. An older gentleman, but a phenomenal guy. Uh, I need to see him. Hopefully, he's doing well. It's, it's been quite some time since I saw him. He also is an assistant football coach at Anvil Cleona High School. So that kind of covers the coaches that were in my life growing up in high school, uh, for mentors, you know, like I said, my grandfather had a huge you know, impact on me. He's 84. He's crazy, but uh, I love him. And, uh, I learned a lot about sales, uh, people buy from people. And it's all about who, you know, he always told me to treat everyone with respect and treat everyone as if they were the owner or the CEO of the company, because you never know who you're talking to just because someone's holding the door for you. You know, that could be the owner's daughter or son, or that could be the owner themselves. So you want to always be respectful and professional. I learned a lot from my grandfather. And then, of course, my father, Rick Sullivan, got to shout him out. Uh, my dad's been with me through it all. Great guy. Like I said, learned a lot from him and my grandfather. And, you know, I'd say they're definitely mentors in my life. Be being a male, being a guy, your mentors tend to be male, in, in my opinion, because... 
that's who you resonate the most with growing up. Mm -hmm. So, you know, those would be, yeah, those would be my, my mentors. We have a great bunch of them there. Um, what does an average day look like for you? Oh boy. So yeah, an average day waking up next to my beautiful wife, Courtney, (laughs) she's always, she always has a smile on her face. Uh, getting up, normally I get into the shop around, uh, 8 o'clock and then uh, pretty much going out on the road. A lot of my day is spent out on the road in sales here at Colortech Creative Solutions. Uh, I go all the way up to Williamsport, out to Carlisle, down to Gettysburg, into Philadelphia, King of Prussia area. Uh, and when I'm going out, I call on clients and I'll visit anywhere from roughly 15 to sometimes 20, 22 places, um, taking our quality print samples and uh, those delicious Shuey's pretzels. If you're local and you've had Shuey's pretzels, that's what we use as a hook to get uh, our clients to kind of remember us. And uh, I also got the nickname and my grandfather, he got it originally of the pretzel man because we would take these pretzels around and it just kind of stuck with uh, the clients out there. That and we also take Van Winkle's opera fudge. So I'll go out, hit my places, get back anywhere between 4 and sometimes 5.30 and then check emails, go through all that. And then after I check my emails, either get ready for photo shoots with Blue Cardinal Photography. Uh, We cover roughly six, seven different high schools and uh, local sports teams. So, you know, that's anything from midget football, Little League baseball, soccer, all kinds of stuff. So that's just part of my day. Then get home, get home anywhere between, you know, 6.30 and 8, eat dinner, which my wife prepared. Normally it's delicious, something like pork chop, something like that. And then, you know, go to bed and wake up and do it again. So that's kind of the average day for me. Um, Now, if there's a podcast scheduled, then I make time for that. You know, I I write up a little bit of a script to have something to read over and just kind of prepare and do a little research on the guest that is coming on to the American Grown podcast. Definitely a busy day. Um, What are you most passionate about? I'd say I'm most passionate about family and uh, and legacy. So family, like I've said Already my grandfather, big impact to me. Um, of course, my mom and, and that whole side of the family. So I really do. I really care about family and I'm passionate about the legacy that I leave here at Color Tech Creative Solutions and how will people remember you? Because we're only on this earth for such a short amount of time. Life flies by. I can't believe I'm going to be 31 this October. That's mind-blowing to me. But, you know, that's what I want. I want to leave a legacy behind you know, here at Color Tech, something that uh, future generations can appreciate. And and partially with this podcast, I want to have that for the next generations to be able to listen to because I've met a lot of amazing people so far in my life and, and I have a long way to go, but uh, people that have impacted me and made a difference. So it's kind of capturing their stories for the next generation. Yeah, that's kind of what my passion is, I would say. And this is one question that I feel like I witness you getting asked a lot, especially now that it's being released and up and running. How did the American Grown podcast come about? And what was that process like to get it started and up and running? So the American Grown podcast came about uh, back in 2020. I really considered and wanted to start doing a podcast. But of course, uh, as everyone remembers, 2020, COVID hit. There were shutdowns, a lot of uncertainty. So, you know, we, we, we didn't start the podcast. I didn't start it. I didn't get into it. 
kind of saving some money and just kind of put it on the back burner. I still thought it was a great idea and something that I wanted to pursue. You know, last year, 2021, I stumbled upon a podcast and I got to shout him out. Bill Corcoran Jr. um, from Corcoran Printing up in Scranton, PA, another local guy. Uh, This podcast was called On the Stacks. So for all the listeners out there, I highly recommend you check out On the Stacks. Uh, I got a lot of my inspiration from Bill and what he's doing up there. You know, I just, he tells some amazing stories and I thought, well, this gentleman's doing it. Maybe I can do something similar here in Lebanon, PA. Because again, I know a lot of people through work and life in general. So that's kind of how the American Grown Podcast was born. The wooden flag here that's in all the pictures is reclaimed barn wood from down at down in Tennessee. So that's kind of the centerpiece for it. The process of getting it up and running, my gosh, <laughs> man. Yeah, Courtney, Courtney remembers a lot of back and forth, a lot of testing. It was finding the right gear. So I spoke with my father, um, and we kind of went halves, you know, Courtney and I, my father, on the equipment. Because all the microphones here... The recording system, everything is top-notch. Um, and again, Bill from On The Stacks definitely helped me out with uh, what gear I would need. He's been very supportive, and I appreciate that. So, yeah, I mean, the mics here are Joe Rogan quality. These are the same mics that you know are on the Joe Rogan experience. And we wanted to go kind of all in if we're going to do it. Let's get the right gear. Let's get the proper equipment and uh, get the best sound out there for the listeners because that's how you're consuming podcasts. So if it doesn't sound good, why would you continue to listen? So that's kind of how we got it up and running. Like I said, a lot of testing, a lot of practicing, Courtney helping me record some episodes and and things like that. The lost episodes. Yes. Yeah, we did a lost episode and that could come out possibly. We'll see uh, how things keep going here. Well, it's definitely an interesting story. I know it took a lot of hard work, and I'm proud of you. Uh, You stuck with it and got it out there. It was definitely a long time in the making. Um, When you're not working on the podcast or working for Color Tech Creative Solutions, what other things do you enjoy doing? Yeah, so when not working on the podcast, what do I do to kind of unwind and relax? Definitely a nerd, right? I play the video games. The Call of Duty, the Madden, uh, the Battlefield, things like that. Got to shout out my buddy Dylan. You know, he's there to game with me. My buddy Dustin as well. Those are two great guys. And, uh, you know, we play the Apex Legends and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, that's kind of what I like to do there. Be a little nerdy. Uh, The other thing, big into photography, uh, sports photography to be specific. And I've got to photograph some great, great locations. uh, Lincoln Financial up at uh, Madison Square Garden in New York and, and kind of all over, which has been a, a lot of fun. And uh, partially thanks to my father-in-law, uh, John Garloff, who got me in down in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Never would have thought I'd, I didn't even know what the hell Louisville, Kentucky was or <laughs> it even existed, the Cardinals. So, you know, um, so I love sports photography. Not so much into the nature stuff, but I think if I put my mind to it and took some time, it would be fun and relaxing. And then lastly, most recently, golf. My buddy uh, Shep out there listening, I appreciate that. And, of course, Dylan and and there's some other guys I play with. And, again, we just play for fun. We do more drinking than we do golfing. Um, But that's kind of stuff that I enjoy to do outside of the podcast. Of course, spending time with my wife and our three cats, our three adorable cats, you know, and just kind of relaxing at home, whether it's watching a Netflix series or – you know, just, just spending time together. And by the time this episode comes out, our daughter, 
who will be here by the time it comes out, hopefully, or I will be very upset. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I, I mentioned it maybe before, but yeah, we're expecting a baby girl, uh, Parker Ann Sullivan. And uh, yeah, she should, this is uh, August. We're recording this. So she should be here really any day and that'll be a life changer, but we're going to continue to put out the podcast and things like that. I have so far, um, 14 episodes queued up with other people scheduled. So I'm really, you know, looking forward to continuing this, continuing telling people stories, but then also definitely spending time with Parker and my wife. Now to kind of switch gears, Austin did mention at the top of the episode that when guests, um, talk to Austin about being on the podcast, they do fill out a guest questionnaire. And one of the questions on that form is, if you could ask me, meaning Austin, anything, what would it be? So now we're going to get into a couple of those questions that we got from either future guests or guests that have already been featured. Um, And the first one that we have here is from Mike Ventola, he's a future guest. If you can have dinner with three famous people who are now dead, who would they be? Yeah, so this is a good question, Mikey. I I appreciate you putting it out there, and I look forward to having you on the podcast. He is the PR guy and affiliated with uh, the Iron Valley Pigs, so I'm excited to get him on the podcast. But let's see, three famous people that have passed um, to do dinner with them. So yeah, I have Ben Franklin, you know, uh, one of the founding fathers out of Philadelphia, heavily involved and influenced the printing industry. Uh, Also, Robin Williams, a guy that can make anyone laugh. And I feel like he would have some great stories to tell. Uh, And lastly, for me, Steve Jobs, right? Apple has impacted, I think, almost everybody in some way, shape or form. You either had the iPods back in the day, or, you know, now you have your iPads, your Macs, your Apples, heck, they're, they're even in cars. So, you know, Steve Jobs and just getting some insight on him with running such a successful corporation. Um, I think those would be the three people I would like to do dinner with and just learn more about them, what, uh, what life was like for them back then, you know, at least for Ben Franklin. I think that would be very interesting. And anyone who really knows Austin knows that it's a holiday when the new Apple conference comes out. We're not allowed to do anything, go anywhere until he watches the entire thing to see any new products and what he's going to try to ask me for money for to buy. So definitely. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big uh, Apple fanboy, if I'm, if I'm being honest. So uh, yeah, I, I like my Apple products. I always like to see what they come out with. Courtney's right. I always like to watch the... Uh, the highlights or the notes. The next question we have comes from Sadie Eisenhower, who was featured on episode three. Who would be the ultimate favorite person of yours that you would like to interview if you could for the podcast? You know, I thought about it for a little bit and uh, Sadie was episode three on the podcast. And if you're looking for custom cakes, she is great. You know, the cheesy answer would be all my guests, right? I want everybody. I'm excited to have everybody on if I could narrow it down to a few people, there's a gentleman, uh, Warren Zeters, and I'm probably butchering his last name. He's a country musician located uh, here in PA, I believe Hershey, PA, young gentleman, I think in his 20s, and he's killing it in the country scene. But if I had to pick one, it would really be between Conor McGregor and Joe Rogan, right? Joe Rogan being an inspiration with what he does. 
you know, with his with his podcast. And what I like about him is he's not on a side, right? He he asks questions and digs deep, and he wants honest feedback. And he interviews everyone. You know, he doesn't he doesn't uh, leave anyone out. He, he he's not afraid of controversy, but he's not afraid to again hear both sides of the story. And with Conor McGregor, he'd probably be my number one Sadie if I had to pick. Because, again, Conor McGregor, he is my guy when it comes to fighting. Um, I love his proper 12. I, I have some here in the studio. And then I have actually a printed box. Now, we didn't print it, but uh, I was fortunate enough to get it from another gentleman. And it's like his legit printed box. It's pretty cool. So if you're a guest and you come in the studio, you'll be able to see it. But, yeah, Conor McGregor, what I like about him, he is cocky, right? He is aggressive. But uh, I think he is a, a family man. He's he's humble. You know, he cares for his children. And he takes care of them like a man should. But he doesn't back down from challenges. And he's humble in defeat sometimes. But he knows how to celebrate victories. And he trains very hard. And really, his story, you know, he manifested what he now has. You know, he started out as pretty much a bum in, in Ireland, and I think he would say the same, you know, working for little to no money, doing something he hated. You know, now he's worth millions of dollars, and everyone in MMA and the fight game has heard or knows of Connor, and uh, he has a pretty good reputation when it comes to fighting. So, yeah, I would say Connor McGregor, plus that accent, like, you can't go wrong. That, that <laughs> accent's phenomenal. Um, then the next one we have comes from a future guest and also a super fan of the podcast, Taylor Shepley. Shout out to Shep. What words do you live by? Yeah, Shep, this is a great question. You know, opportunity is life's reward is one that I would say it means being prepared for when the time comes and then you seize that reward, right? So whether it's you know, like, like my brother being in the best shape of your life, you know, and then getting that reward because you're in good shape or studying hard in college and high school to pass those tests. And then you get the good grade or preparing for your interview to get the job you want. You know, it's, it's opportunity is life's reward. So that also an underdog mentality, I think being a family business and, and growing up in the family business, sometimes people may think, oh, you know, he was, given that or he didn't earn it or you know they're not the largest company you know why should we use them as our, our print shop and it's kind of that underdog mentality and just being aggressive and going after the work because you know you deserve it and you've earned it so those are kind of some of the words that i live by you know that's just kind of my mentality and for everyone listening yes i'm a philadelphia eagles fan don't hold it against me how did how'd that go for jason kelsey what did he say underdogs gotta eat or something yeah, like that Yeah, an underdog's a hungry dog i think it was and you know when they won that super bowl a few years back you know it was it was just a, a phenomenal moment and yeah like i said those are just some of the words opportunity is life's reward and an underdog mentality i think that's kind of what what you know i live by our next question comes from uh john donnelly jd from episode two if you could name one particular moment in your life that changed your mindset forever, what would it be? Ooh, a pivotal life-changing moment. So JD, uh, his episode is episode two. Um, great guy. I know him from Cedar Crest High School. He lives up in Boston. A pivotal life-changing moment in my life, I would say, was when I went to Kutztown. Uh, I, did tr I did track. I was a thrower there. And, you know, being, I was actually a smaller guy. Some of these guys were much bigger than me, taller and, and, and larger guys. And I remember 
kind of some hazing, let's just say, in the best way possible. And they were doing it because, you know, they, they love me or whatever you want to say. But what changed there was, you know, I, I did. I got in the best shape of my life and I lost a lot of weight. Um, I, I learned to work hard. I started to study more, especially at second semester. And then, um, you know, there at Kutztown was where Courtney and I really connected, even though she was a senior at Cedar Crest and I was a freshman at Kutztown. Um, you know, we would throw together, shot put and discus and just kind of hang out. And, you know, had I not gone to Kutztown and experienced what I did there and the things and the people I've met there, could have been a totally different path. So I would say going to Kutztown and then also too realizing, hey, I'm not a graphic designer, you know, I'm not going to set the world on fire. Um, sure, I like to play around in Photoshop, but I didn't know Illustrator or InDesign or anything like that. Um, so, you know, yeah, that brought me back home here to, to Lebanon and to the family business and, you know, got me into sales. And I would say that was a pivotal life-changing moment for me, for sure. The next question we have comes from another future guest, Lou Fabrizi. What do you hope to achieve with this podcast in one year from now? Lou, this is a great question. Uh, thank you for coming on. I know what you're doing is, is phenomenal. And thank you for your service and everything you're, you're doing. Well, I would say in one year from now, so this time next year, uh, I would like for it to still be going. Let's start there. <laughs> and still having guests come on. So if you are listening to this podcast, um, I highly recommend either messaging me or uh, emailing me at americangrownpod, P-O-D, at gmail.com, and I'll send you the form to fill out because we are always looking for guests. So in a year from now, the podcast is still growing, uh, still going very very successfully, having all kinds of different guests from different walks of life. And just because you're not located in Lebanon doesn't mean you uh, can't be on the podcast. You know, um, if you're in Philly and you don't mind traveling or Hershey or Harrisburg or wherever, um, where you're, you know, you're more than welcome. And in a year from now, I'd like to also have a remote option. I've been kind of working on that. Um, but again, it's, it's been a lot just to get this up and running successfully as it is, but, uh, a remote option for the guests throughout the country or throughout the world that can't make it to the studio. And then also a sponsor of some kind, if I'm being honest, and this was never my goal. Um, but the more I'm doing it, and it's just, it's just me, right? There's no team. There's no guy that's editing the podcast and a girl's taking the pictures and this and that. It's just me. My, of course, Courtney helps out, my wife, but for the most part, it's just me. So, you know, in a year from now, it would be nice to have a sponsor and say this episode is sponsored by whoever it would be and then kind of have a little jingle for them up front. And, of course, they would pay a certain amount per episode. Um, so that would be one of the goals, you know, for the podcast as it's growing along with having that remote option. And again, you know, just keep telling people stories. I think that's the most important thing. Um, I'm not here to talk about marketing, printing, and, and, you know, that can get kind of boring unless you're in that world and in that realm. So to me, what I like about the American Grown podcast is telling other people's stories and getting their journeys and their walks of life and sharing it with, you know, the fan base out there. And, and it's grown so far fairly successfully, and I'm, I'm happy with it. Great. So that wraps up the questions we have from our guests and potential guests. How can listeners connect with you and follow along on your journey? Yep. So if you'd like to connect with me, you can look me up Facebook, Austin Sullivan, or uh, Instagram, 
Big Dog Sully, but uh, more so for the podcast on Instagram and Facebook. It's American Grown Podcast. Uh, we do post pictures of all the guests. Um, also working on maybe some video as well, but uh, right now mostly photos and sound bites over top of photos. So that would be the main way, Instagram, Facebook. Like I said, if you would like to be a featured guest, and it is free to be on the podcast, and we do have bourbon, Miller Lite, soda, apple juice. So we have the whole gamut of things. But uh, if you'd like to come on, it's uh, American Grown Pod, and that's just P-O-D, at gmail.com. Feel free to shoot me an email, or also send me a message on Facebook and Instagram. I do respond to everything as quickly as I can. So that would be the best way, one of those two options. My wife and I are going to work on a website at some point. You know, that might be a project for next year. But uh, at some point, we'll have a website where all of the photos and things will will be uh, curated. So it's kind of like a one-stop shop. That's his way of keeping the bug in my ear to do the website. But before we close out, is there anything else you'd like our listeners to know? Before we close out, uh, you know, I'd like to thank all the listeners out there, close family, friends, Rebecca, Emily, my dad, my mom. I think my mom listens to every episode. I don't know how, though, because she's not too tech savvy, but I love her. My amazing wife, Courtney. Uh, and again, like I said, all the friends and family and listeners out there that follow along to the American Grown Podcast. I greatly appreciate it because, like I said, it is just me and it's something that I'm trying to do for, you know, the community here in Lebanon County and then the surrounding areas and, and really throughout the state. Uh, giving people a platform to come on and share their journey so have a great day and and you know if you ever want to be on the podcast just reach out i'll be happy to have you you don't have to bring any gifts however we're not going to shy away from them when sadie brought her cupcakes in uh, episode three they were fantastic so again listeners thank you all very much greatly appreciate it this has been courtney and austin sullivan on the american grown podcast in the color tech creative solutions studios thanks for joining me austin courtney thank you so much for having me and uh, recording this special episode for our listeners you killed it good job (laughs) if you want to see more american grown content follow along on facebook and instagram username american grown podcast if you received any value please Share this episode with friends, family, and coworkers. And lastly, subscribe and leave a review. If you'd like to be a featured guest on the podcast, please direct message or email Austin at americangrownpod at gmail.com.